0: Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet. So you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. It's
1: the Hammer Nigel show. Hello, my name is Nigel. That's Jason Hammer over there with a very special guest on the hotline. He is the newly named Chief of Police
0: for the IMPD. Chris Bailey joins us chief first of all congratulations uh take us through how this whole thing came to be because it sounded like a couple weeks ago you just wanted this to be an interim thing you didn't want the gig at least that's how it came off and now you're the guy in charge of all of this how did we get to this point
2: well first of all thanks for having me on uh this morning this morning this afternoon guys i haven't slept all night so i bet uh, bet it's been busy a little bit different so yeah, I you know when I my my kids are very active and um uh, travel sports and other things and at the end of the day I didn't want them to be burdened especially my daughter is 15 year you know how you, teenage being a teenager now is very tough and then you sure. add in the fact that your dad's getting talked about and scrutinized every day I didn't want that to be a problem for her so I just said you know what yeah I I had a good run um, you know, I'll, I'll find a place on the agency to keep doing the work that I, I think is important and help transition to whomever the next chief is. So I told the mayor that I uh, appreciate it, but, uh, maybe look for someone else. And then on a, on a trip down to, to, to Louisville for volleyball, um, my daughter asked me about it, it was just her and I, and she laid on some pretty thick wisdom for a 15 year old. Um, and She basically told me I was dumb without saying those words. I think she would have been disappointed if I didn't. And so, you know, and then after spending four weeks as the interim and hearing the the feedback that I'm getting from community members and our officers, I I asked the mayor last week if if there was still an option that, that I would reconsider it.
0: And I totally understand that, because I've got teenagers as well, and they're active just like yours. And although our jobs are different, we still get scrutiny. So take me through what that conversation was like a little bit, because my oldest son, he's kind of going down the same path that I am. He understands that criticism is part of the game here. Like, is she really aware of what's about to come when you're named the chief of police in a major city?
2: You know, I don't. I don't think that uh, you know before before our conversation. I'm not really sure, but I, I walked through that, and you know, I, I was saying exactly what she said was something similar to like I don't watch the news. Nobody knows watch the news. Only old people watch the news, and I don't <laughs> care what old people think. Kind of kind of thing was that that right? Uh, and so it was really her that I was. My, I have a 22 year old son who. You know, he's he's a he's a grown up. He he knows how to deal with it, right? My son's 11, and he's not on social media. Doesn't have to deal with some of the 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 the, the crap that that teenagers do, high schoolers especially girls that have to deal with. It. And so uh, when she said, "Look, I can deal with it," and then she's on the front page of the paper today, which she finds completely humiliating. I saw that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Uh, And but she's 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 been okay with it, but. So, you know, we'll deal with it when they start calling me names in the paper and, and, and talking about that. We'll deal with it. But she knows who I am. She knows what kind of dad I am. She knows what kind of person I am. And at the end of the day, uh, that's what matters to me is, is what my family thinks about me.
1: You know, Chief, we were talking about your appointment yesterday uh, as chief of police. And I said, I'm, you know, we've talked to you many times before. We like you. We we think, I I said, I think this is is good to get some fresh blood in that position. Not that uh, Chief Taylor did a bad job. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, um, you know, you and your relationship with the uh, fellow IMPD officers, what new things are you going to bring to this uh, position here at IMPD? Well, you
2: know, we, we we're going to collaborate more with our officers and we're going to listen to them more than maybe we, 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 we have over the last four years. And I'm not, that's not chief Taylor's fault. I'm, I'm just as at fault of that as anyone else. Um, But we were so uh, ingrained in dealing with the issues that, that have manifested themselves over the last four years that, that I think that we lost a little bit of, of, of the, you know, well, we should be supporting our cops. We lost a little bit of that. And I uh, and, and think the community owns some of that. I think our elected officials own some of that. And we certainly do as executives in the police department. And now we have to fix that. Uh, if we're going to maintain the great cops that we have and, and bring more officers into this department, then we have to show them that we care about them, that we support them. Um, That doesn't mean that we don't hold them accountable. It doesn't mean we don't have policies and we don't stick to those things and, and do the right thing from our community and meet community expectations. But it does mean when they're right, supporting them and showing them that they're right and telling them that they're right. And it means giving them what they need to do their job better and safer so that our community is safer.
0: Chief, one of the things that I hear from my friends and family that work in law enforcement is, it's frustrating arresting the same people over and over again, and we've talked about the you know revolving door of the justice system in Central Indy for a while. Are you the guy that might have to have some of these tough conversations with the prosecutor's office or the mayor's office? Does that responsibility fall onto you now?
2: I think that the, the, that I, that I, in my position that I have a role to play in in talking about where we can get better as a whole in the community, in the criminal justice system. You know, the very first part of this spoke, this wheel of criminal justice is law enforcement. And what I've been telling our officers is that you have to do your job well. If we're going to get charges filed, then you have to do the the right investigation. You have to collect the right evidence. You have to ask the right questions uh, in order to give the prosecutor the ability to file those charges. And then we have to to beyond that we have to make sure that we're prepared for trial on that we give the judge and our jury the right information to do, to do to to convict but um yeah so i think that i have a role to play in, in voicing our concerns when we see uh that there are issues in other parts of the system I, i'm not a, i'm not a guy that uh that that finds a lot of value in publicly shaming some of our of our partners i just i i feel like i i can have those conversations behind closed doors and be open honest and and, and tell them my feelings on, on, you know, where that, where maybe they, they, they miss the expectations of our department and our, in our officers. I'm not afraid to have those conversations, and I think that we're going to have some of those conversations here real soon with, with our partners mm-hmm. about specifically about bond, uh, and about bail. No one wants someone who to sit in jail on a low-level crime or misdemeanor who can't afford to get out of jail. But those individuals who victimize somebody with a weapon over and over again, or who use a gun uh, to terrify and rob someone else. There needs to be a message that that behavior is unacceptable and there's going to be accountability for that.
1: The new chief of police, uh, Chris Bailey here for IMPD on the Hammer and Nigel show. What were you able to learn from your predecessor? You got pretty big shoes to fill. I mean, um, uh, Chief Randall Taylor, uh, you were his assistant for a number of years. Tell me some of the things specifically you were able to glean uh, from watching him lead.
2: He he is the most patient man that I've ever uh, been had the honor of working around. Is like, the rest of us are running around on this second floor, their hair's on, hair on fire, <laughs> upset or angry. He's he, he is that calm, steadying force that just says, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna think about this, I'm gonna ponder it, and then you know he always has that wise advice that was driven and by his faith. Uh, and you know, I've always, I always respected that about about him. I never saw him angry. Not one time in four years, not one single time. Can I recall a time where I saw him angry and I can't say that by myself. I mean, frankly, I just can't. And, but I'd go down there, I'd stomp down the hallway, like a (laughs) four-year-old go in there. (laughs) Right. Right. And I, you know, I'd start to, you know, pontificate about whatever my feelings were. And, you know, I, after about 30 seconds of watching him stare at me and say you need to settle down without saying it uh, you know I, I calmed down and we come to a, you a know, logical conclusion about whatever I was throwing a tantrum about.
0: Well Chief it's a big weekend here in Indy uh, basically you know into the fire so to speak you're the new chief of police in the nba all-star games coming to town lots of tourism a lot of big celebrities and parties uh what does this weekend's plan look like for you guys well
2: i will tell you that no one plans for events better than than, than Indianapolis, and no one deals with them better than Indianapolis Metropolitan Police Department. And we've got great partners at, at the local level, the state level, and the federal level that are going to help make sure that we do everything that we can uh, to keep those visitors, residents, business owners, operators, fans safe uh, this weekend. We want everybody to have a great time. We want them to enjoy all the, all the festivities that they can. We want them to come downtown and want them to enjoy themselves. We want them to be responsible. We want them to treat each other with respect. Leave your guns at home, please. We've seen too many times how these simple conflicts and you mix booze in it and then you have something terrible happen. And, you know, I'm not – yeah, we're we're as ready as we can be. Uh, You know, we're going to have lots of officers, over 200-plus every single day, visible and invisible. We're going to use technology – we're also deploying officers and extra officers in areas across the city where we see parties that are popping up at, at bars and places in Broad Ripple or strip malls. Uh, we're monitoring Airbnb for particular issues or, or those long, those short-term rental companies. I shouldn't say Airbnb, but short-term rental companies are nuisance abatement. Teams will be out. Business neighborhood services will be out to try to mitigate and shut these things down when they, they seem to be out of control or operating illegally.
0: Well, Chief, congratulations. Uh, We're looking forward to uh, a great weekend here in Indy, and then moving forward, your leadership of the IMPD. And as always, tell your officers they've got support from the Hammer and Nigel Show, and we thank you for your time. Thank you. I appreciate the support and happy to come on anytime. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show.